Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi everyone, welcome to the newest episode of the Hair Goals Podcast. My name is Christine. Some of you may know me as Paint That Mane, and I am the formulation specialist and one of the personal development mentors here at SALT. You know, my career has changed so much over the years, and I've really been able to do things that I never really knew were possible. But, you know, one of the things that I have actually struggled with a lot is complete burnout. And when we think of burnout, you know, some people don't know what it is exactly. And then other people are actually living it and they don't know they're actually in burnout. And it's good to have a plan set up in place for when that happens. And if I'm being honest with you, I've experienced this multiple times throughout my career. And every time I think about it, There was always something that was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back, but I was so focused on my career that I didn't actually think it was anything to do with my career. And sometimes it's happening in your personal life, but it's bleeding into your career. So knowing where those lines are is just really important. It's great to have something in place so that if and when this happens, you're prepared. Um, Because like I said, a lot of times you really don't know you're actually living in it. Um, But some of the signs that I experienced was extreme agitation. So anything that happened in my personal life that was like, you know, somebody asked me too many questions or I came home from work and someone said the wrong thing, it was like I was snapping at the people I loved, but it was really because I had no boundaries within um, my job and just for myself. I didn't carve out time for myself. I didn't make time to have fun. Um, I sort of was just living for my career making other people feel good while that's great if you are pouring from an empty cup that is absolutely going to help no one Um, another thing I experienced was lack of patience and if anyone knows me they know that I have an incredible amount of patience so to experience lack of patience with people was sort of a red flag for me like you know clients would sit in my chair and just asked me how I was and suddenly I was like irritated and like I said agitated but then I didn't have patience with my guests all the time um when you are a person of a perfectionist mindset like I am especially in your work you can present yourself in a way that looks great to other people but you know it's not true to yourself. And when I say I had lack of patience, it wasn't that I was being um, not professional in my job. It was that I wasn't being true and genuine to who I was in that moment. So my snapping was sort of about myself. It was like I was harder on myself than anybody else was. And 
the reason was my life behind the scenes was falling apart. Some of you may know some of my story, but I went through a very difficult divorce Um, during that time, or I should say maybe the two years leading up to that, there was a lot going on that I never shared with anybody. I really kept my personal life private and I still am a private person. But what I've realized is when you're going through these struggles and you just push it all down, you have no one to express what you're feeling to. And what ends up happening is that all builds up inside of you. And then some simple question that your client is asking you sets you off or um, your spouse or, you know, someone close to you. So we end up hurting the people we love the most because we know that they will continue to love us through those moments. So we put on this perfect outer appearance and then the people who we love the most get the ugliest part of us. And essentially, that's what love is. I mean, love is learning who someone truly is and loving them through that. But wouldn't it be great if you could learn how to be so real and genuine in your life that when you get home, you don't have to dump all your problems on the people you love? Um, And that is something that's hard to train your mind to do. We have to create support systems around us that everyone has a specific job in our life because when we depend on one person to fix everything or be our happiness or find the joy for us or you know, be our support through everything, that is too much to place on one human being. And what I want to stress in this moment is if you are struggling with your relationships in your life, there's a good chance that you are facing some type of burnout in another area of your life. And maybe you are placing too much on one person to be your everything. And while I was going through this difficult part of my marriage, I was still expecting my ex-husband to be everything for me because that is what he had been for so many years the problem was he was going through something so dark and hard himself that it changed his personality completely Um, some of you have heard me speak about addiction and Loving someone through addiction is one of the hardest things that you can do. Um, And a lot of times you just have to become this person with tough love. But when you're married to someone whose entire self changes overnight because of an addiction, it is the darkest, hardest thing to actually walk through because everyone else sees you a certain way. But you know that when you go home that night, Your life is just not that. So for many years, I had to just put on this really bright face and be happy and professional. And while we should do that, I think especially in today's world, it's important for us to share with people what we're going through sometimes. And we never want to sit there and just overload on our clients. You know, you want to talk to the right people. But 
don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect every minute of every day because what happens is that's what creates a perfect environment for you to become burnt out in because all day long you are listening and helping other people with their problems and you're sinking yourself you are completely leaving your job and sobbing in the car you're going home and you're miserable um you can't find joy on your in your time off you can't find happiness in any other space of your life so another red flag is when you have zero excitement to learn other things in your life um, and you have emotional numbness so when you get to the point you'll notice this um, either you're driving or doing something that you love and you just feel so blank that's a moment where you need to second guess yourself and say what am i doing And is this the life I really want to be living? What can I change to make things easier? Now, when you look at your environment, now I I would say I've been in complete burnout maybe three times in my career. And each time was very different because a lot of it stemmed from what I was going on, what was going on in my personal life. you know, I had some really horrible medical issues that were very difficult to navigate and I had to work in pain a lot. So when you learn how to do that, um, your entire life becomes going to work, coming home and resting. So there's not much else going on. We have to start switching our mind to creating pockets of time that are just for us just for us to be present with ourselves and things that we love, the people we love, that we put everything else aside because that essentially is what's going to fill your cup in the end. And we have to be careful of constantly throwing all of ourselves to cater to other people and leaving nothing for ourselves. We really need to get used to reevaluating our lives over and over again when we're in different scenarios in our life so what ends up happening is we create a life pattern and more things keep happening and being thrown on top of us right but we never actually go back and reevaluate what is good for us in that moment so maybe at some point you were able to work six days a week 8 to 12 hours a day. Now, at the beginning of my career, that was my schedule. When I was 18 years old, that was okay for me. But now in my life, I'm 35 now, now in my life, if I had that same schedule, I would not be able to do that. We have to learn to create these different boundaries and hours and what we're capable of and not feel bad about it. Nothing about our success should be measured by the amount we are working. It should be about who you are, if you're challenging yourself, if you're accomplishing your goals, if you are a fantastic mother, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, Whatever you are, that needs to be more important than what your financial status says and how many hours you've worked 
and how many haircuts you did this week and how many colors you did this week. Because at the end of the day, if you are happy with yourself and in your life, your success will follow you. And I can promise you that because there's been so many times where I have focused way too much on what I'm doing as a stylist during the week, not enough on my personal life, and I was not even happy. I was making way more money at that time, but I was not happy at all. So there's always that saying that money can't buy you happiness, right? And there's a lot of jokes that go along with that because if we had more money, we would have more free time. But would you really? If you were making more money and knew what that lifestyle required, would you really have the life you wanted? And it's okay if the answer is yes because if you enjoy and love your job that much and it feeds you that much, That is what you're meant to do. But financial freedom comes from being happy within yourself and the rest will actually follow. We have to get better at being okay controlling only the things that we actually have control over because life is going to present a lot of different problems and we cannot control that. We cannot have any idea what's gonna actually happen. But what you can do is set up things in your life that create space and protection and proper boundaries for you to succeed in a way that even if something happens, you will have a plan and something set up Before that happens. But why do we consistently overload our schedule and make a life that is so busy that we have zero time to even look at how we're living? The reason is because we struggle with self-worth and all of these things actually give us a sense of self-worth. When somebody needs us, when somebody needs us to help them feel better, when... um, That person who is going through a rough time needs their hair done and we can help them do that, that feels good. So we end up completely destroying any plans or boundaries that we had set in place in the first first place. So how do we get to a point where we say, listen, um, this can't happen anymore? Well, it's like I said, You have to have something in place before you're actually there. And you have to learn how to stick to it. And let me tell you, you're going to probably fail at this a lot of times (laughs) before something clicks and you say, wait a minute, I had this plan in place and this person called me and it triggered me and I responded in a way that I used to. I responded in the way that sent me into this burnout mode. So getting used to your own rules is sometimes the hardest part. Working on self-worth outside of the salon, outside of your job, is the biggest tool I can give you right now. Working on yourself in a way that doesn't revolve around who you are as an artist, um, that is identity work. And when you do that identity work, you're going to become a lot different in how you respond during the day to people because you're going to be able to sort of put a bubble around you instead of acting like a sponge 
this bubble will be around you and you're going to be able to listen to people but not absorb it. You're going to be able to give responses that are from not an extreme emotional point of view. We have to learn how to lower our reaction emotionally so that it doesn't feed into the other person's neediness. And when you start to know who you are as a person, like truly as a person, you don't have to feed into other people's messes. You can be there for support in a healthier way. You can be of a better mindset that actually will help them get out of their mess. But you don't have to almost inhale what their life problems are. You become much calmer in your life and you're able to function in a way that is not hypersensitive. But what does that mean? So it means that you're going to have to make changes. And yes, initially the changes are going to be hard. Any change is really hard. But what you must remember is there's a little bit of sacrifice right now for your end result being better. I think some people have a very hard time saying, I have to become more uncomfortable right now before I can become comfortable again in my life. For three to six months, it might take you to get to a place where you understand even what I'm saying right now, but you're going to have to make changes. You have to set up better boundaries in your business, your personal life. You have to start saying no. You have to make other people uncomfortable with your response. But remember that that is their problem. Okay, You are setting up rules for your life so that you can succeed in a way that doesn't make you crash and burn. And when you finally are able to do that, you're going to say that six months to a year was worth it. Even though during that time I had to do stuff that was outside of my personality, that was uncomfortable in the way that I think um, things should be handled all the time. Because when you are constantly responding from an emotional point of view, that's what you start thinking. That I'm not going to do that because that will hurt that person's feelings. If I don't show up to this party, someone's not going to like me. Well, the truth is, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are supportive of you in your life and you say, no, I can't come because I'm not feeling well, or no, I can't come because my child is sick, no, I can't do that because I'm really overwhelmed right now. This weekend is packed full. I'm not going to add one more thing on just because I love that person. Because that is not a measurement of love. That is not a measurement of relationships in our life. So taking this apart and looking at it more, if these people are truly a part of my life in a way that's healthy, they're going to absolutely understand. There is not one thing on this planet that would make me upset if one of my friends said to me, I am so overwhelmed right now, Christine. I cannot commit to one more thing. I'm sorry. You know I love you. I would say I completely understand and I also am proud of you for sticking up for yourself. And each one of my friends know this. We need to stop reacting in a way that makes us feel some type of way. Because I'm going to tell you a story 
there are people in this world who are walking around waiting for a diagnosis of something, whether it be cancer or an autoimmune disease. Maybe their father is sick. Maybe their mother is sick. Maybe their child. Maybe they're waiting for a diagnosis for their child. When you're in life like that, you don't have the mental capacity to just keep doing. So when you're out in this world and you're grocery shopping and someone pisses you off, you maybe just want to stop for a second and think, what are they actually going through? What caused that reaction? Once you start doing this, you're going to start understanding that people's reaction is not always because of you. It's not always an attack on you. And that makes it easier to have healthy relationships and boundaries in every part of your life. I want to thank you today for listening. I hope this was helpful. And I really hope that you guys can take this message and make changes within your life to help you prevent burnout and set yourself up for true success in all areas of your life. If you are feeling like you need help with this, if you are feeling like you are beaten down right now, nothing's making sense, that um, you don't even know which direction you want to be in as a stylist or in your personal life, I do have a one-on-one mentorship available. Um, it's a three-week program, and I help people to challenge themselves, really find a path in their journey Um, look at what is really going on besides just going to separate therapy appointments and then talking to other people in the industry. Sometimes it helps to have someone who has actually been through the experiences that you are going through. So I want to invite you to look at that. It's called Living with Purpose One-on-One Mentorship. The link is on my bio on my Instagram, paint that mane with one T, and you can check it out, okay? And I just hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, Look forward to doing this again. Bye.